Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor. I'm here with Mike, and we're excited to be with you for the podcast today. Um, this podcast is titled uh, A Pre-Christmas Rambling, so uh, that gives you a little taste of what to expect. But Mike, Christmas is coming up in less than a month. Um, I think we're, I don't know how many days, but uh, it's getting there. And we just wanted to maybe kind of tease out a few ideas, that, things that are on our mind with Christmas coming. Uh, it's going to be December in two days which seems hard to believe. Um, among the things we might talk about, uh, there's a really neat uh, liturgy for uh, daily worship from Advent to Epiphany that uh, Mike uh, has a few copies of and has passed out to a few people. So we might talk about that. We might talk about other things. But Mike, um, what is what are some of the things that start to come to your mind this time of the year when Christmas is approaching? How does that start to turn your thinking um, before mm-hmm. we get into anything more specific? Yeah, that's great. Oh, so the first thing that comes to my mind at Christmas time, seriously, besides the incarnation, which as a brand new believer in 1982, it blew me away that Jesus is God and that the Bible is true. And I remember really latching on to the incarnation as a, you know, the doctrine of the incarnation just being such a, um, a revolutionary thought to me. And I just, I loved it. And I think I've tried to lean into that as much as I could. But I think besides the incarnation and, you know, even writing, I like to write poetry and I like to write uh, to restate the gospel as many times as I can. And oftentimes they're incarnation type ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think about Mary a lot. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't come from a Catholic background. Okay, I come from a liberal Protestant background before I was saved. But I think that there's a lot of Christians that will kind of shy away from Mary because maybe they were Catholic and there was the veneration of Mary and all of that, all the all the excesses and all of that. But I think there's so much about Mary that we can appreciate and see and learn and and be instructed by. And I I feel like her responses to the incarnation, her responses to God's sovereign plan are just, I think, are really spot on for Christians. And I think mm-hmm. for me, it's interesting that I, <laughs> this is kind of funny, but I resonate more with Mary than Joseph, even though what I do the check downs and usually I think Mary first. And in fact, you'll see this. I think if you go back into my preaching on in Christmas seasons, I will usually go Mary, then Joseph, maybe then angels and shepherds, shepherds. and then the in, then Jesus himself. Yeah. But I always start with Mary, and maybe that's because the narratives, you know, uh, they favor Mary in the sense of Luke uh, being so prevalent with Mary. Uh, and then even, uh, you know, even in Matthew, the shorter version, there's there's just a lot. There's a, Mary takes center stage because she bore the Christ child. I mean, so I think that there's something to that, and I think that, you know, Joseph takes this, kind of a support role. Even when you think about, I love nativity scenes. There's one up here on the, on the shelf. Um, I They're have, year round, by the way. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Year round right. on my shelf. Right. And um, I collect nativity scenes, especially if they're from Italy. I have a, a number of them from Italy, but uh, even in a nativity scene, you've got Jesus's center stage. Mary is the next closest. And then Joseph's always standing in the background, mm. kind of holding up the wall. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like mm. he's there. He's not, he's not back as far as shepherds, but He's there, you know. So I don't know. I think Mary, right now, Mary's on my mind a lot. I'm using her. I mean, my sermon, my, I'm using her as a, as a prime illustration in my sermon this Sunday. Hmm. My, um, my sermon title uh, is, um, is Ephesians 4.1, Willingly Walking Worthy, and then in parentheses, Exhibit A, Mary. Hmm. 
And so, I, I, yes, I am preaching a sermon series from Ephesians 4, 1 to 3, you know, first yeah. time ever. You know? Right. <laughs> Are you preaching a sermon series from Ephesians 4, 1 to 3? Uh, on Christmas, Christmas, Christmas sermon series. Yeah, from Ephesians. Yeah, that's what I, I that's what I meant find, to say. I'm sure I, knew I said you were it wrong. Find a way to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So Ephesians I'm I'm literally Christmas. we're literally staying in Ephesians, that's and that's our Christmas that's series. Good. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I love it. That's yeah. good. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, what do you when when you're uh, in the church context? Like, where do you think that people's minds more generally go during this season? Do you think there's the? I mean, the, obviously we could maybe talk about there could be a worldliness kind of component there, uh, getting lost in kind of the frenzy of Christmas and holidays and shopping and presents and parties and all of that. Um, I don't know if we necessarily really need to talk about that. Any other encouraging things, though, that you see where you think, yeah, this this season can bring out good things in people or draw their minds in hopeful ways? Yeah. Uh, well, no, I actually want to talk about that. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday I was uh, on uh, Amazon ordering some... Uh, some uh, charcoal uh, dental floss. Okay, I use uh, charcoal I, dental floss. It's expandable. It's wonderful. It's the best. It's a li- it's a game changer. I'm is this you right now. is this our promotional <laughs> section? Promotional <laughs> section brought to you by <laughs> charcoal. The day. Brought to you by charcoal <laughs> you dental. Didn't know floss. that we're now sponsored by charcoal <laughs> dental floss. Don't get me started down yeah. that road. Yeah. But here we go. So I was, I was, was it was here's what here's what I did. So I'm, I'm shopping it, and I wanted to get it today, right? And I'm like, oh man. The, the brand I usually buy, which is made in Italy, by the way, uh, is, and I'm course. Italian, of course. Yes. And so the brand I wanted was, isn't going to be delivered till Friday, the oh, first. Boy. So I found this other brand that would be delivered today. But of course, I had to buy two packs. Oh, packs. right. Yeah. So Get over the I'm basically yeah. spending, you know, horrendous amounts of money on dental floss right yeah. now. No, so, seriously. And so I, I cause care. you know, you have to be over 25 bucks or whatever. So. I end up getting six of these. So six units of this other brand is coming, right? Made out of bamboo or something like that. Okay. Anyway, um, and then three pieces of the other one I'm, that I usually buy. Uh-huh. Three, you know, things. It'll last me about, you know, six months or right. three right. months. Right. I floss every day. I didn't, I'm sorry. learning new things about you. I didn't know, I didn't <laughs> I know floss. you consistently floss. I floss every I floss single day. Italian charcoal dental floss. I floss every night. Um, anyway, so here's the deal. So I thought to myself, oh, I know what I'll do. I will gift my children, my grown children, uh, in their stocking or whatever, a package of dental floss. Right. Okay. Because I have six of these units and yeah. I've got like nine coming. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. So I, what I, why I say that because in July, I'm not really thinking that. I mean, I'll buy stuff for my kids sometimes. Right. But see, in December, it's like, oh, you know, let's splurge and buy some dental floss. I was going to say, you're, you're a generous man. There you go. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. You're getting dental a floss for you're giving, you're getting a Rivian truck from your family. <laughs> <laughs> All these plugs we're doing today. Oh man. And, uh, and I'm giving dental floss. Yeah, that's right. No. So anyway, so I, but I do think the gift giving thing is on our minds. I think, um, I'm already, I started thinking about it yesterday with the dental floss. Um, I think, uh, I put up my Christmas lights the other day. Mm-hmm. My wife says to me, well, it wasn't hard because, they, half of them stayed up all year long. <laughs> and good. here's what I did. So I don't know if you remember last year, but at my house, along the top ridge, I got way up on top of the roof, okay? Okay. And I got all the way along the ridge. And so what I did is I took down all the ones I could get to easily. Uh-huh. And I thought, you know what? I'm not doing that again. It's good call. I'm leaving this big like L-shaped part up all year long. And the coolest thing is I finished it on Monday. It took me like, you know, half an hour total. Uh-huh. And then I said to Angela, we were driving home from somewhere yesterday. I said, Hey, I, uh, I think I left the Christmas lights on all, all night long the, the night before. Cause I have it hooked up into the garage. She's like, Oh no, I turned that off because 
you've had them up all year and then the clicker for it it's like a wireless thing the clicker has been in the little dish in the kitchen all year all long. year so you're ready yeah you were ready <laughs> i was ready all year <laughs> trading, i didn't even know trading all year okay so okay. by the way uh listeners we just uh, we're thankful that we can edify you so much that's right yeah we are thankful yeah hey let's let's talk about this mike um O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, yeah. A Liturgy for Daily Worship from Advent to Epiphany by Jonathan Gibson. Mm-hmm. Uh, great book. Yeah. Uh, at least I'm assuming it is. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet. You've read, I think, the first day's worth. Jonathan Gibson is the author. Yeah. Is he an Irish guy, Mike? Do you know? Um, he, well, oh boy, he has his PhD from uh, Cambridge. I know he's he serves in the United Kingdom. Okay. I was thinking he was, I believe he is an English guy. I thought he was he's Australian, English. but he's English. Okay. In fact, I became a Jonathan Gibson fan in 2020, when I started preaching through Ecclesiastes, because I had his uh, commentary on Ecclesiastes. Okay, okay. It's really good. Living he, life backwards. Yeah. That's Living right. I remember you talking about that. Here's another devotional. Uh, I don't know if it's a devotional. It's pretty well regarded. It's called Be Thou My Vision. Well, right. Um, okay. So there's three in this series. That, the next one's coming out in January. Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. literally, and they're all these boxed. Beautiful. They're from Crossway. Yeah. Another shameless plug. Yeah. Now we're happy Go, about that yeah, one. Yeah. Happy about that from the ES. We need to get these people some promo codes. Mike and Connor, uh, you know, something hey, to plug in and get them, get them a 10% discount. Let's monetize it. Come on. Um, yeah. So Mike, uh, I haven't, I, Emily and I missed it yesterday, even though we have a copy at home. The, the 28th was the start date. But yeah, can you tell us about this book and um, why someone might be interested in picking it up? Oh, yeah. I, I love this. I love it. Um, by the way, it's um, it's called O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It's 40 days, um, liturgical guide designed to enrich your quiet time with the Lord during Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. So every day you've got a meditation. Now, it's interesting. It took us about, I think it took Angela and I about 10 or 15 minutes to go through this last night. Um, and there's a meditation, a call to worship, an adoration, a reading of the law, hmm. confession of sin, assurance of pardon, creed, catechism, prayer for illumination, scripture reading, praise, prayer of intercession, the Lord's Prayer, and a benediction. So this is for individuals and families. And and I would call this a family devotions on steroids, okay? We're talking like amped up. This is like a worship service every day. What could get better than that? I am all for family worship. I'm a very big proponent of family worship. Hmm. I give out the family worship Bible guide to as many men as I can, especially every young man is getting married. Um, young and old men getting married. And um, I would just tell you that the way that Jonathan Gibson curated this just from yesterday, okay? Um, and there's some good, you know, helps in here. But for example, November 28th, we did this last night. So he starts with the meditation and it says, reflect on these words about the incarnation of the Lord Jesus. And he has an amazing quote from Cyril of Jerusalem, hmm. okay? Then call to worship. It's Isaiah 25, 9. It will be said on that day, behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Then it goes into adoration. And it's the song by Charles Wesley, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Beautiful song. Hmm. And I actually sang the first stanza and then we just read the rest. Uh, reading of the law, basically. And it's Matthew 22. Um which is a quote from the Old Testament, and then a confession of sin, hmm. and which is by, from the Book of Common Prayer from 1552. Uh, on the first day, there were two things from the Book of Common Prayer. Hmm. You've got the Apostles' Creed. Um, you've got Gloria Patri, you know, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Uh, you've got a, a catechism from the Heidelberg Catechism, questions 12 and 13, and then uh, prayer for illumination from Ambrose, scripture reading from Genesis 3, 1 to 15. We read... Genesis 3, 1 to 20, I believe. 
And then, uh, oh, lo, how an, a rose air blooming uh, is the praise. I actually skipped that. I, I know I skipped it. And then there's a prayer hmm. of in, uh, for no good reason, actually. And then prayer of intercession from the Book of Common Prayer. And then the Lord's Prayer. And then a benediction. And then a postlude from, uh, based on Psalm 72. It was wonderful. Man. And so tonight, is, it starts with a quote from Calvin for the meditation. This is kind of incredible. And it goes, it is, it is incredible. It's Man. an incredible uh, thing that's been curated this way. You got Titus 2. Uh, you're singing a song by Charles Coffin. You're reading Deuteronomy 6. Uh, there's a confession of sin prayer by Samuel Johnson. You're reading Exodus 34. You do the Nicene Creed. Um, pray, uh, pray the glory, uh, sing the Gloria Patri again. And then uh, from the Heidelberg, question 14. And then uh, prayer for illumination, and so on. Just goes on and on, and it's just it's just a wonderful resource. I would encourage anybody to go get it. Again, it starts on January twenty eighth, goes to January. Excuse me, starts on November twenty eighth, goes to January sixth. So it goes from Advent to Epiphany. Hmm. So it's dated, but it doesn't have a year on it. But you can you pick can it up it and pick year. it. Start anytime you want. You yeah. Know? And then this so he's got very three cool. of these yeah. books. It's making me want to get the Be Thou My Vision book too, because mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't used that yeah. one. But man, and so he does take huh. it through kind of like church seasons, um, and I think for those of us low church folks who says let's just open up our Bible for family time and read the Bible and pray and maybe sing a song, yeah, this will stretch you, and it will deepen uh, your breadth of of reading, right. Because you have all these quotes from early church fathers and right. reformers and what have you. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, good stuff. I mean, good stuff. I can't, I, I really can't recommend it hardly enough. And the idea is that you're focusing on Christ at Christmas time, but in a very, and meditating on the mystery of the incarnation, but in a very uh, purposeful way. And again, I keep using the word curated, but all these quotes and things curated for you yeah. that, you know, would take you thousands of hours to try right. to go find all this oh, stuff. That's so cool. Yeah. I was going to read from the preface too. I this I I mean I'm just picking it up and opening mm-hmm. it for the first time, but I just like how he says this. He says Christmas is my favorite time of year and then he starts to talk about all the things he loves, the the candles and the you know advent services and the um the singing, you know, together with the church by candlelight and um mm-hmm. and all all these different things. He says listen to or preaching on Old Testament prophecies about the coming of Christ. All all of these things. And then he says Yet, despite my love for these things and my embrace of the season, I always find myself arriving at Christmas Day somewhat dissatisfied with my personal meditation on the incarnation of Christ. And I just appreciate that. And he says he's, he's attempted in this book to guide himself and others to more fully appreciate what's happened with Jesus. Or I should say the Son, the second person of Trinity coming and taking flesh. Yeah. So I think we can all relate to that. Like, we love Christmas time, you know, yeah. but then you on Christmas Day you go, man, have I really, have I stepped much deeper into the mystery of what's happened with the incarnation. And sometimes the answer is no. Right. Um, so just, I'm, I'm looking forward to using this too. But, yeah. And so, yeah. and the Be Thou My Vision is a liturgy for daily worship. It's 31 days. Um, and then he is also um, in January, he'll do one that will be uh, an Easter season mm-hmm. one that's coming out, I believe January 24th. And uh, it's called, Oh Sacred Head Now Wounded. Liturgy hmm. for daily worship from Pascha to Pentecost. Yeah. So that's coming out January 9th. January 9th. January okay. 9th. There you go. And so, um, um, hmm. yeah, that's, that's really cool. So you can, you know, get that ahead of time as well. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff. And I think, I don't think we can uh, underestimate the aggregate effect upon the Word of God and prayer 
and worship uh, singing upon the heart and upon the home uh, of, of, of Christians. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the one thing I would say is in Christmas time, do spend time like this. It's interesting that I think a lot of people would go, what, it took you 15 minutes? I don't think I had that to spare. You know, I don't mm. think I don't think you can afford not to do something like that. Yeah. And 15 minutes, it's not a long time. That's good. Yeah. You know, so I'm just saying, and that's like if you take it at a at a at a pace, like a not quick. Hmm. So it's like seven, six or seven pages of stuff. Yeah. But you're basically reading it. And what I think is good about it is that now you're in a discipline of reading. You're also in a discipline of reading not only scripture, but quotes that are insights that others have been given by God through the years. Yeah. So it's good stuff, and I'd say people that are listening here, alone or with people you live with, members of your household, get in the Word, hmm. pray, even sing praises of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Praise God. This has really been a promo episode, hasn't it? <laughs> We're gonna know that people listen to the podcast if we see these red sleeve books popping call, up around the church, call it the and green. little uh, little bits of charcoal dental floss sticking out of people's <laughs> pockets. <laughs> the GCO <laughs> gift giving proof. guide. Yeah, there you have yeah. It. Yeah, we oh should boy. curate something like that. It'd be pretty, uh, pretty powerful. You said a lot curate. of Italian goods. You said curate. I did. That's a word. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I think we should. I think we should close and pray for. Our, listen, why don't we close by praying? That's great. For our friends that are listening. That's great. Let me pray. Let me. Yeah. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you, Lord, that we are able to, to, um, to do these things in life, and especially to hear and take in your word and talk to you in prayer, and sing praises to you. Lord, those are the most foundational, baseline, bedrock things that we do as believers, and that uh, comprises our fellowship with you, that you are knowable through your word, and that you uh, have, have you instruct us to, to pray and to sing praises. And so we want to do those things. I pray for every listener that they, are, they and their household would be blessed, whether they live alone or with a, a, a huge group of people. Uh, that even if there's unbelievers in the mix, that they would hear the word of God and that you would bring the word of God to bear upon the hearts and lives of all who hear. And we, we trust you, Lord. We worship you. We love you because you first loved us. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, listeners, thanks so much for joining us today. Hope that was uh, somehow, maybe in a roundabout way, an encouragement to you and gave you good things to think about as Christmas comes. So we love you and pray for you throughout the week as well. And we'll talk to you next time on the podcast. God bless you and have a great day.